Hi, Raphael Bender here, founder of Breathe Education, and you're listening to the Pilates Elephants podcast with me and my co-host, Chloe Bunter. There are many things that are awesome about the Pilates industry. However, many of the practices we take for granted are out of date or just plain pseudoscientific. These are the elephants in the room in Pilates, and we're here to talk about them openly and honestly, and with a fair few F-bombs thrown in. This show is about debunking the myths and giving you science-based tools to become a better, happier, and more fearless teacher. If you've been enjoying the show and you want to give back, give us a five-star rating and write us a glowing review on Apple Podcast app. That'll help other instructors find the show and let us know we're making a difference. On this show, we're often talking about the myths and pseudoscience and crazy wackiness that goes on in the Pilates world. But today we're going to talk about actually what is Pilates good for? What is awesome about Pilates and what do we love about Pilates? And not only that, we're going to talk about it with Chloe and my dear friend and absolute freaking legend of the Pilates world, John Gary. Hey, John. Hey, Raph. Hey, JG. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a little bit overexcited. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think I walked through the door and then Raph walked through the door. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so this is, this is uh, pretty hype and this is um, quite a lot earlier for us here in Australia, for Raph and I, than what we normally record elephants. Um, that's with you being in Chicago 15 hours behind us. Yeah. So yeah, it's um it's definitely a different time and I'm this is probably the most excited I've been at this time in the morning uh since the last <laughs> time I I saw you in real life. <laughs> so so what time is it there? What time are we filming? Are, just are we gone eight, just gone 8am. Just gone 8am. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty early. That's like, you know, I see you both sitting there with your coffee. Yeah, and yeah. here it's 5 p.m. and I'm sitting here with my, a bottle of vodka. No, it's it's water. <laughs> I love oh, it. Boy. I love it. Can you so JG obviously like I'm sure our listeners all know who you are, but I think, you know, let's just just on the the weird <laughs> off chance that someone in the Pilates stratosphere doesn't know who you are, can you can you give us a little intro? Yes. Um I okay, so okay. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> He's Rex, a household is, name, people. Household who name. Is two, and and his name should have been spelled W R E C K S instead of Rex R E X. Um, <laughs> is is about to destroy everything. Hold on. I love that. Pet. This is this yeah. is the. We all know this now that everything's online. Pets. Um. I think pets are loving life and loving how much destruction they can cause whilst their pet their owners are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, so my, I'm John Gary, and I am the creator of John Gary TV, which is an online Pilates and fitness uh, subscription service. We have now over 800 workouts, um, and I've add, recently added some fabulous teachers to the site. Um, and I love 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 what I do. I love teaching movement. I love movement. Period. So it's like. Um, and stop. And, and I like, I like to make it fun. That is kind of my, uh, my thing. So um, I really, truly believe that if it's not fun, uh, people are less likely to continue doing it uh, for it, long enough to see the benefits. 
And so um, I say, you know, if Pilates isn't fun for you, don't do it. Do something else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something yeah, I've got the same mantra. Different. I understand that's fun and do it so that's who i am and that's what i believe and doing it with you kind of makes it fun even even if you're not that into pilates like you couldn't help yourself i reckon but have a good time well i'm kind of half stand up half teacher (laughs) 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 and john how long have you been in the fitness industry remind us wow really we're gonna do that <laughs> well, I just think it helps give context. Like since it this guy started. knows what he's talking about since 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 the inception of fitness. Yeah. Uh, l- let's just say you know there are videos of me online doing doing, doing crazy aerobic stuff. I've been yeah. doing this for over thirty years. Yeah, and we'll link to some of those awesome oh, aerobics nice. videos in the show notes. <laughs> exactly the exposure I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, JG, anytime. <laughs> and John, uh, you and I have known each other since I uh, can't recall the year, but probably 2005 or six or something or seven, yeah. something like that, um, when we were both Stop Pilates Licensed Training Centre uh, owners. And we met, I think it was in Toronto or somewhere like that at a, an LTC conference. And we've been basically been friends ever since. I've had a f- quite a few big boozy dinners with you and Mike and uh, been out to your <laughs> formerly uh, JG, um, John Gary Fitness and Pilates studio in, in Long Beach. And we've all had dinner together here in sunny Melbourne. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this is this, and we ran in, you and I ran in, into each other in a hotel in Sydney a couple of years back when you were here. <laughs> oh my God, that was so <laughs> random. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sitting there having breakfast and who should walk up but there's John Gary and Mike. Um, I think we should be a little more clear about that. We were all hovering over the – it was like a buffet and we were all piling food on our plate. Did you guys all like bump into each other yeah. at the buffet? We literally literally bumped into each other, yeah. What What was that moment like? Were you just like, it was uh, kind what? Of surreal. It was like <laughs> the last person you expect to see is John Gary because he lives like literally on the other side of the world. So. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I love that! So I, I was in I was in Sydney teaching a course or something, and John Gary was in Sydney doing uh, workshops, and we just happened to be staying at the same hotel. And oh my gosh, was that the hotel that I came in? Yeah. visited you at nice hotel. That was a pretty nice fabulous hotel. hotel. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fabulous. That was pretty fabulous. Wow, what should we? What are we going to talk about today? Well, today we're going to uh, try and explore the topic of. Pilates, what is it good for? What is Pilates good for? What is Pilates good for? What is it good for? What is it good for? Are we just kidding? Well, well, <laughs> are I you asking me a question? I, is that just like, are we stating it again? Are we, where are we? Well, I think there, I think there are a couple of elephants here, which are that, you know, um, Pilates gives you longer, leaner muscles um, and Pilates will make you look like a dancer. And Pilates it has some kind of magic about it that fixes back pain or something like that. But I think that you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't really want to have a big sciencey discussion about any of those things today. But because I, th- I think we've kind of talked about that in other episodes. Mm. But I think those are the things that yeah, Pilates kind of isn't really good for. But um, there are heaps of fucking things that Pilates is awesome for. Well, so inadvertently, it might help your back pain because. General right. movement, but not not because of some magic. <laughs> but not because yeah. it's got magic powers. Yeah. 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 So, um, 
So, you know, do we want to talk about the elephants or do we just going to want to go like, hey, check out those earlier episodes if you want to talk about those and... and yeah, what what do you like? What do you think, JJ? Well, I actually came on here to talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Can we actually? I need to start reading it again. So, um, John reads John reads Harry Potter. Is it once a year? Do you read it all once again? Once a year. Yeah. Yes. Harry Potter in the Magic Circle. <laughs> oh, there's rap. the magic! I knew it was somewhere. good one. Oh my gosh, that deserved it. Or <laughs> the drums, the drums. <laughs> yeah, get those sound wow. effects ready. I'm going to need Harry, Harry Potter and the Magic Circle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> absolutely gold. Um, okay, cool. I'm happy to talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> well, what, yeah, what, sorts of bene- I- what sorts of benefits can Harry Potter expect from Pilates? Mm, nice segue. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't, I would imagine that there'd be some really good, like being able to stay on your broom (laughs) during, during Quidditch. I'm sure they should incorporate Pilates uh, into their Quidditch practice. Well, Ron Fletcher did a towel workout, so why not a broom workout? Did did I not, oh my gosh, did I, I feel like someone has used the broom. Did I not tell you guys both? I feel like I, I can't. Maybe the time that I was the first aid officer for a Quidditch match. Did I tell either of you this story? <laughs> I, uh, you told I came me. With, did I tell you? Did I tell you, John? Yes. Yes. Well, Raph, I haven't told you. Well, I haven't told the listeners. Just just a little segue here. I tell you what, it's a freaking brutal sport. And within, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, they'll need some maybe some bandages, some Band-Aids, you know, some ice. Within, no joke, five minutes of this full-on contact sport where they're riding things that like PVC pipes and um, just really anything that could mimic a broom but was actually something very, very dangerous. Uh, within five minutes, there was a... a, a very broken arm, like like I'm talking snapped in half uh, arm. Turned out he did get a clean break through the radius and ulna because he sent me the x-ray afterwards. Uh, so that showed up Skelligrow. in my first aid. <laughs> <laughs> you win this game, you win, you win. <laughs> and, then, and, then, but, and then apart from the really broken arm, which for me was a little much to handle at that stage of the game, uh, there was an impalement on said broom. Oof. Yup. And I'm just like, I'm not getting paid enough for this. Like, what is even going on here? Anyway, uh, we digress. So I would avoid, get people to avoid uh, Quidditch. We think, people think Pilates is dangerous and I got nothing (laughs) (laughs) in comparison with Quidditch. (laughs) Don't ride PVC pipes, people, don't. Um, Anyway... (laughs) I love I love the uh, the way this podcast is going. It's uh, getting really <laughs> out there really quickly. So Pilates, yes. what is it good for? Well, you know, I I personally and I, I've spoken for me. I think about what is Pilates good for, and I just particularly love the for want of a better word, the movement meditation kind of thing. For me, it's a, it's flow state. Uh, I think you both and my listeners know me enough to know that I have a hard time winding it down. So whenever, whenever I'm doing a Pilates class, I'm, I'm not thinking about anything else. Mm-hmm. And that goes for teaching it as well, which is why I've always, or like I just love teaching so much. When I'm teaching, I'm 100% present. And when I'm 
doing Pilates, going through the exercises. I'm I'm not thinking about like if I've had a shitty day or if I've got to do chores or if I've got whatever, nothing. So that for me, that's what Pilates is good for. Plus my body always feels really good after mm-hmm. it. It just does. That's what I love about it. What do you love about Pilates, John? So I, I really think that, you know, it depends on what kind of Pilates you're talking about because you uh-huh. know, Pilates has so many, uh, Ooh, the, all of yeah. the styles are different and they, they kind of approach different things. To me, mm-hmm. when I think of Pilates, I think of an athletic version of it. That's the style that I teach. So what I love about it is the challenge. I love, um, and if you've ever taken a workshop from me or a class from me, you know that I don't um, tend to want you to use the recommended number of springs um, because I, I, I because what the heck does that mean? Everybody's so different. Yeah. And, you know, the point of exercise is to get a challenge. So to me, it's finding that finding the exercise and the and then deciding how to how to challenge the person with that exercise. So does that mean mm-hmm. adding resistance? Does that mean taking away resistance? Um, depending on, you know, what the exercise is, it's, I love that, that part of it. I love programming to challenge people. Um, and I like the athleticism of it. I, I, I like the fact that, you know, when I started, I found the really simple things that you're supposed to do to be very, very hard for me because it wasn't, didn't feel athletic. Um, right. Some of it felt a little silly to me. Some of it, I could not figure out what the point of the exercise was, but it is a system. And as you kind of progress through the system, it makes more sense. To me, it made more sense. And I could see how something like stomach massage actually assisted you in learning to do the elephant, then it assisted you in learning to do other things. So I, I saw how the, you know, kind of, I felt like I understood what he wanted to do in terms of how all of the movements kind of built on each other. Cause you know, I come from a fitness background, so I have that whole thing of progressive overload in my head. Um, and so, you know, I get the fact that you're not going to start somebody on the snake, you know, you want to kind of build them up to doing that so that yeah. they can support themselves. So I like that part of it. And I feel that it's good. Um, you know, I, I think I sent you guys a message when we were kind of setting this up. I think that Pilates is really good for Pilates. So if you like that system of exercise, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And I like that. I like perfecting it. I like seeing wh- where you can move your your body, how you can move your body to make those exercises look better and better and better. So th- to me, there's a, a there's an aesthetic, uh, really an aesthetic part to it. And there's a strength part to it. And there's a mobility part to it. I, I think all of those things kind of combine into that, into the system. Mm. Oh, I just love... Pilates is really good for Pilates, mm-hmm. John Gary. I got. The, I really like that's like. I love that. I got a brain Spot explosion on. emoji, John, when you said, um, you know, you you wouldn't give everybody the same size dumbbell, like essentially, like if we're all going to go in and do bicep curls in the gyms, like you wouldn't go, okay, we recommend two point five kilos for everyone. You know, it's like people have different <laughs> strengths, and for some reason, when we're picking up a dumbbell, that seems blindingly obvious 
But on a reformer, it's like, oh, we're going to do footwork. bicep curls. Everybody do one red spring. Yeah, or footwork, yeah. three springs or yeah. long stretch, one spring. It is, it's very prescriptive like yeah. that, isn't it? It's like, that's the spring you use for that exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part has never made sense to me. Um, and I, if you change I it, the Pilates of... police get you. <laughs> well, you know, I think our clients, uh, and I hear this from subscribers, I get a lot of messages saying, I can't use the same springs that you use. Ah. And it's, and I try to say this in a lot of my workouts, you're not supposed to, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to use the springs you need. You're supposed to use the springs that work for you in this exercise and, and w- for where you're at now and for where you are, want to go, those springs are going to change because I'm not using the same springs now for an exercise that I use later on and just, you know, that, or that I, that, or that I used before the springs should change if you want to change your body. Yeah. That's a quotable moment. That's really, the spring should change if you want to change your body. Oh, I'm loving this. This mm. is absolutely brilliant. Have we, have we, Has everybody else had the same experience that I'm just about to own up to, which is like posting something on Instagram, like Pilates, doing doing a Pilates reformer exercise, either posting on Instagram or Facebook, or uh, in my case, we were um, taking photographs for a manual, a teaching manual, and, and putting positioning the camera so that it can't see the springs. You know, so the camera's down <laughs> at the same height as the as yes. the carriage rails. So it's like you're doing long stretch, but you're doing it on like you know two red springs or something. So it's really easy to hold. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pop a pop a little hand up here. Caroline and I, uh, my dear friend Caroline, when we used to film little um, things together at the well and whatnot, it'd be like. No one's going to be able to see your springs. Just choose the spring <laughs> where you can really nail the exercise. No one knows. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, true. And it's so weird you have this little like, oh, is that a – oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you never, you never so, do that though, John. The, uh, th- that is so funny because we were uh, – you know, we, we provide notes for every single one of our workouts. And, and part of what we do uh, – well, it's unique to provide notes anyway, but part of what we do in the notes that's really unique is we put a thumbnail image of each exercise. And so at the end of the workout, I will go through the whole workout again, and, and Eric, our videographer, will take a still image of wow. each exercise, each position – and wow. I ask him almost every exercise. Can you see the springs? Can you see the springs? <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> and it's not necessarily that. Okay, sounds terrible. But it's not necessarily that I I'm doing it on a a particular spring that makes it easier or harder to do. It's just that I'm lazy and I want to get the images done, and I don't feel like changing the springs yeah, to what yeah. I recommended that they were. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I do that all the time. Can you see the springs, Eric? Can you see the springs? Do I have to change them? <laughs> so, John, I just think that's so incredible. Like, not only do you supply the notes, you know, the exercises and the springs, you also have a visual thumbnail of each exercise for the entire class. Yeah, and we do it in the order that the class is. So, you know, for an instructor, it's great because, you know, I've seen See, notes and I've written, I've written notes that, you know, you, you can't even figure out what the exercise is from what's written. Whereas, you know, and not all of us call every exercise the same, I've yeah. learned, you know, yeah. so, so if you see the, the kind of, we, we give you the, the, 
Um, sometimes it's the start position of the exercise, but sometimes it's the meat of the exercise. Like what, where are you when it's, when you need to see the picture of what's this exercise all about? So we just give you that image. And so an instructor can kind of take those notes and they see, they can go, they, they don't have to have, you know, especially if they're like my age, they don't have to put their reading glasses on. They can see the image and they just go one by the other if they want to follow that for their class. So it makes it, I found it makes it really easy for me because I don't have to write a thousand words for every exercise. Um, and it makes it really, really accessible to the, to the person who's looking at the notes. Brilliant. Hey, um, I want to, I want to chime in with a couple of, um, sort of, intangible benefits i think like things that pilates is is great for um around community and and hanging out with like-minded people you know because that like we teach people to be instructors but i mean i've i've owned a studio for a decade or so and that's one of the things that people just have said to me it must be thousands of times over the years is like i love this so much because i get to hang out with people who are into the same things that I'm into and it's just fun to be able to geek out about all of this stuff together you know like just because when I'm around my friends they're all like oh god I roll you're going to talk about Pilates again you know (laughs) (laughs) but when I'm when I you know when I'm here with with the Pilates crew it's like we're just all here and we're all into it and and it's like I feel like I'm amongst my friends and Pilates family you know Mm. so I think that's really I think that's really important for a lot of people. I've, um, I actually found that cause that was one of the things that I was concerned about and losing that when the world, I'm going to say the word pivot. Uh, oh, I haven't said cage line yet in an episode cage line. There's a little, <laughs> there's a push up competition. Oh my gosh. And John Gary loves a push up. You are the, the king of push ups, right? I love a push up. We've got a listener push up competition. Every time I say cage lion, there's a push up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, when the world pivoted online uh, back in early 2020, uh, I was thinking, gee, because one of the things I personally also loved was the community uh, going into the studio, hanging around, having a chat afterwards, all, all, the, all of that, all of it. And I thought, ah, oh, we're going to lose that. That's that's now gone. And I think we spoke about this in some detail in uh, our episode uh, on teaching online. And what I did when I first set up my uh, Zoom uh, reformer class was I said, okay, everyone, I'm going to keep it. We're going to have an extra half an hour at the end. You don't have to hang around if you don't want to. If you just want to head off after class, head off after class. But otherwise, we're going to hang back for half an hour we can, you can, if you want to chat about, you know, some of the exercises we did, if you want to chat about what you did last night, if you want to chat about how you're feeling. And uh, from there, it turned out everyone hung around and that became then this beautiful community. And now we have an Instagram private message chat, which is the community as well. And it just grew and grew and grew. So yes, community is so important and community can also be created just as yeah. easily online, well, but I it's mean, a huge you, part of why we love Pilates. You just got through telling me before we, we came on air that um, you've uh, set up our, our current intake the, in, the, in the certificate to um, have their first practice teaching session together as a coffee date. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, nice. John, we just had a new group. So it's, oh my God, it's so, it's so freaking lovely uh, to see people at that. And I'm, 
at that start, you know, that starting point, they've made they've made the the leap. I'm gonna. St- I really love Pilates. I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm all the things. And we have an O week now, uh, John, which is just beautiful. So I did their O week lecture on the weekend, and. Um, yeah, I wanted to encourage them to to get together. So, uh, as a practice teaching session, they do this on Zoom. They're having they're having a they're having a coffee meet up to talk about why they love Pilates. Basically, what a, what a great topic! Everyone loves to talk about. Yeah, that. and it's it's they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, all the coffee dates have been arranged, and it's just yeah, it's lovely. Let's have a break. While Chloe's ducked out to make a coffee, I just want to quickly mention that if you've got questions, if you've got things floating around your head, question marks, maybe somebody said something at work and you're like, not really clear on what that means, but I'm kind of not confident to ask because I don't want to look kind of foolish in front of people. Well, come ask me and um, you won't look foolish. You'll be a hero for asking awesome questions. And even the questions that you think are like, maybe that's a really stupid question, those are the questions you get the biggest gold stars for asking. So come ask me. We've got a weekly Q&A. It's live. It's called Stop Faking It and Really Know Your Stuff. There's always a bunch of great people online. There's a, always a great conversation and uh, you leave you know, wiser, empowered and uh, feeling a sense of solidarity with like-minded folk. So I'd love to see you. Hey, John, um, you know, I'm, I might be a few years out of date here because the last time you and I talked about your platform was, was a while ago, but I, I seem to remember that, you know, your you know, your audience or your typical kind of, um, you know, the person who uses your platform is an instructor who's kind of, you know, possibly isolated geographically, you know, maybe they're in some kind of rural area or something. Is that, is that still the case for you? It, it definitely started out that way. Um, so it was, it was really, that was our avatar when we were creating the online business six years ago was to be able to reach an instructor who was in the middle of, you know, Iowa that didn't have access to, you know, to somebody like I would have access to living in Long Beach, California, I could go either direction and study with like, you know, 20 different master trainers. Um, So I really wanted to create that, but also I had traveled around the world so much and uh, teaching instructors and instructors would always say, can you come back next year? Well, you know, I would love to, but there's, it's, that's really, it's a difficult thing to do. Um, so I also wanted to be able to reach people who I had taught in person and then that I already had connection with and be able to have them uh, uh, take with me online. After the first year, I realized that we were having a ton of just participants who already, you know, uh, wanted to work out. They were looking for online um, Pilates and um, they had some of them had reformers, some of them didn't. Uh, but but that that seemed to be the um that seemed to be the trend and then you know when we when everything transitioned because of the um because of the pandemic a lot more um just everyday participants who had been working out regularly at studios uh jumped on so now uh, the majority of our subscribers are actually not instructors but we do have a really good number of instructors as well and I, I really like that because we have a five private member page as well, which I think is so important because you want that community. You want you want that connection. People, that's one of the greatest things about doing Pilates 
um, in a studio is, you know, you basically see the same people every day and it creates this wonderful, wonderful friendships and all those great things. And I wanted to make sure that we were still able to have, let our, let our subscribers have that experience. And it's really fun to see somebody pose a question about an exercise on our page and then to see all these different instructors chime in and talk about it. And, you know, it's just, it's wonderful. I, I, that is definitely one of the best things about Pilates. And I think, you know, a lot of the kind of niche, I'm I'm not sure CrossFit is really niche, but that's one of the things you hear about CrossFit as well as the community is so powerful. And um, I I think yoga has the same thing. Yoga studios have the same thing. Um, probably boutique gyms that all kinds of boutique gyms have that, you know, I think it's, I think it's just, um, I think it's just, it's just one of the most positive things that comes out of Pilates, you know, and, and, and what Pilates is really good for is, is just allowing that community to happen. And I'm so glad that we can do that online now, as well as in person, it makes a huge difference. I'm I'm because uh, I'm I'm on that page as well, and I I I love it. I love seeing all your subscribers. Um, get you feel like you're all there and kind of hanging out in a studio together. It's really interactive, isn't it? Yeah, and we don't they're do live, awesome. like you do live classes, which is so cool because everybody on Zoom they're they're all doing it together, so you get that kind of collective feeling. Ours yeah. are are pre-taped. <laughs> yeah, but it's so, still, and they all, and they talk about, it's so great, um, uh, Raph, they go on and someone will say, oh, I did did a do workout. It was freaking awesome and this is why. And then someone will jump in, oh, yeah, I did that. Like it's it's really yeah. cool how, they, so how they're how like they interacting recipes. around you. Yes. yes, that's exactly, exactly what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's you're really, on there. You're really ver- you've got a, a, you know, you're a really active presence on the page. It's um. You've done really awesome, John. I really love that page. Something Thank that you. um that I that I that we hear, and I, I know you hear this as well, Chloe and John. I'm sure you've you've heard this a bunch of times over the years. Is our students, you know, like because we we say at the start of the course of, of every you know training, you know, what do you love about Pilates? And and people share what they love about Pilates, and there are always things about you know strength and flexibility and fitness and toning, and all of that stuff. Um, and then there's the community, you know, friends, like-minded folk, but then there's a huge, a huge kind of, uh, you know, word cloud of ideas around it. It's for me, it's me time. It gave me back my sense of identity after I had a baby. It, 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 you know, it, it helps calm me mentally and, and get me out of my monkey mind. It, mm-hmm. It, mental health. Yeah, yeah. mental health. That, yeah. Thank you. Because I've just been through this word cloud with them on, on the weekend yeah. and, and, and you've nailed it. There's there's both of those sides and quite mm. quite evenly, actually. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so I think, um, you know, and obviously, you know, you can get that from CrossFit. You can get it from yoga. You can get it from all different kinds of things. But, but some people get it more from Pilates and wouldn't get it from CrossFit, you know. So you know, I, I think I, that's important. Think, let's let's have a chat about that. Yeah, I think that's a really good thing about what is Pilates good for because one of the things I am a fitness junkie and I've been a fitness junkie my entire life. So when I started doing John, Pilates, sorry, sorry, can I just can I just interrupt with a very brief anecdote here? That one time um, when you came to stay with us in Melbourne, like this is more than a decade ago now, when you were delivering trainings at our at our studio. 
Um, you disappeared to the gym literally three hours a day, every day. <laughs> what, what are you saying? <laughs> and this was before coming back to teach like five hours worth of workshops. <laughs> So I anyway, like I, th- I think I, <laughs> I, like I, I acknowledge that you are a fitness junkie. Please proceed. <laughs> but but you know one of the things that that Pilates did it it like really stopped me in my tracks because it was so different than anything else I had done, and it required me to really think about what I was doing. It gave me such a great sense of body awareness, which I did Mm. not have. Mm. I had no clue about, you know, holding one part of your steady body steady while you're moving another part and how, how tricky that is. It's, you know, (laughs) if you're not sure where your pelvis is, which everybody should always know where their pelvis is, by the way, it's a really good rule in life. But if you don't know where your (laughs) pelvis is, then, how the heck do you know that you're holding it still while you're moving another part of your body or whatever? So, you know, whether that's good for anything or not, who knows, but the fact <laughs> that you Pilates. have to become aware of all of those things happening, it was like, wow. And then what happens from there? And then what can I do from here? And then all of a sudden, you know, when you start progressing, it gets very gymnasticky, which is right in my wheelhouse, mm. you know, hanging by one finger off of the foot bar while you're, you know, I love that kind of stuff. That's like, that is, to me, that's the money right there. And I, I mean, I've, I've done one or two of your athletic workshops and I still, I think I've still got some redu- residual doms more than a I was just going to say, I'm still yeah. sore. Absolutely. <laughs> I just look at him and my abs start hurting. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. <laughs> All right. True confession too. I have to tell you guys that I just started working with a trainer because I, I, I love that. I love to go somewhere and have somebody tell me what to do. And, yeah. and, uh, I, I found a train, like when everything opened up here and I felt comfortable going out cause I've been, have been vaccinated and all that stuff. I found a trainer who, who trains from his house. And I actually just came from a session before I, I met with you guys and it's uh. only my second session. And I am obsessed with it already. I can't wait to go back. And he had me doing things that I was like, Ooh, I can incorporate this into my mm. next, you know, reformer work. I can see how I can put that on the reformer. And I love that part of it. And that's one of the things that I hope that um, teachers for sure and, and participants will allow themselves to do is explore on the reformer. And yes, the original exercises, you know, that's why we all, that's why we all got into it. That's why we all love it. But it's also fun to explore and to try different things. Mm. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. It's a total train wreck. And sometimes it's like, oh, wow, that works so well on here. And I can see how that adapts. Um, So I hope I hope that people aren't afraid to try different things and to take from different people from different schools and just listen to what they have to say. You don't have to agree with it or even ever do it again. But, you know, it's really fun to explore, to go out and explore. And I think that a lot of people think that they have to do it the way they were taught forever. Yeah. And um, I don't think that I, I don't think that's really good for you. No. In the I, long um, run. You know, in I, I think, you know, there are these three things that we've talked about, three kind of broad categories, like, you know, the physical, the challenge, the excitement of progressing and getting stronger and more flexible and learning to do new stuff you couldn't do before. 
and the the community and and also the the mental health side of things and so you know let's 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 workshop um in the last last part of the program like okay if, if i'm an instructor in iowa or if i'm a studio owner you know, or if I'm teaching online, you know, how do I maximize those benefits for my participants? You know, how do, how do I maximize those things to, to, so people just get more of what's awesome about Pilates? Add more things. <laughs> I see Chloe looking at me. Well, I think, I mean, I, I love what John just said about keeping, as a teacher, keeping exploring and mm. keeping your creative juices flowing uh, so that you can keep that spark afresh, I think, as a teacher yeah. because if you've got that excitement and joy in you, I, I, that's really palpable for yeah. like for your students, that, that I, they can feel that. Yeah. And I think um, – while student, whilst clients, students, whatever we want to call them, um, I feel like they're the same thing. Uh, you know, there's there's comfort in repetition, and you want to learn something and get good at it. But then there's also that that excitement and fun, and and it can be really fun when you're like, as a teacher, you're like, hey, we're going to try something new today. Mm. Let's just give it a go, and it's kind of like a collaboration as well, because you know, as John said, sometimes it really works. Sometimes it's like. Uh, you know, like I've got a whole, I remember I've, you know, got a whole packed out reformer room into something new and creative that I haven't, cause it's like, I'm just winging it. And then I'm all, we all kind of look at each other, like me and my students kind of go, oh, yeah, do I, what, are you, what are we kind of doing here? What are you asking me to do? I'm like, yeah, it's not really working, is it? Let's go. It's like, you know, and, and make it a collaboration. And John, that always resonated very early on in my career, because obviously you've been a mentor of mine for the last, gosh, eight plus years now um and uh, I'll never forget the first day I met you it was like that was actually probably the maximal excited uh, maximum excitement levels reached in my entire existence was you literally picked me up I've I've seen the photo yeah I looked we looked across the room at each other and I went it's you it's you and uh yeah threw threw ourselves into each other's arms and uh been yeah it's been a great friendship ever since. Well, was, we were friends before, right? We'd met online. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember early on, you. I've got, I've got so many pieces of JG wisdom in my brain that I pull out regularly and and think about regularly. Um, but when you said, you know, particularly if you were auditioning a a, a new uh, instructor for your studio, if if you make a mistake, just own it. Like if you stuff up, just own it. It, just own it, and and yes. that resonated with me so much. And ever since that moment, I've I've always just owned it, and you know, laughed it off with my clients, or laughed it off mm. with a mm. employer, or laughed it off. You know, la- like people are human, and that actually endears you yeah. to your to your students and your clients, as opposed to can kind of get awkward when you're trying to cover up something. That's like you know, just laugh it off. Yeah. 
I think Part that, that, that both it. builds, like normalizes making mistakes and yeah. helps, helps people to do that themselves and thus progress more, but also sort of builds community because people feel like, oh yeah, you know, like I, I, you've been a little bit vulnerable with me and that's, yeah. yeah, that makes people feel closer. Yeah. So, so that would be one of, you know, that that's resonated with me. And whenever I stuff up in a masterclass, oh my gosh, the students love it. That's the most DMs I get. Oh, I really loved it when you stuffed up there. Now I feel like, you know, I can do it. Like, I, I feel like you're real. I'm like, I'm really real. <laughs> so real. <laughs> they love a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it. no, that's true. It's really true. And I think that, uh, you know, I think you both said it really, it really authenticates you with mm. your tribe. It really shows your vulnerability. And to me, that's part of, I do a whole thing about the instructors having what I call the it factor mm. or what, what is known as the it factor. And part of that is being able to show your vulnerability um and and that is being okay with making a mistake um it, it you know there are i can be the most prepared i've ever been for a presentation and and you know actually chloe when we were doing i get nervous before i present every single time and i love it i love to get nervous <laughs> because i know i'm going to be on point i know my mm. brain's going to be firing on all cylinders and, you know, I think if you prepare and you have that before you teach, you have that little bit of nervousness. Uh, I still get it when I when I teach live. Mm. Um, and I, I think it's really I think it really is helpful. And it also, you know, it, it's going to show your personality. And, and I think that all of these things, you know, building that community, uh, having having people want to take class from you. Um, and pay you money is all about you being able to make that connection with them, a real connection. Mm. Um, and, you know, obviously know your craft, become a master at it. Mm. And, but, but also be able to shine a light on your, on yourself when you're teaching. Um, and, and whether you do that on camera or whether you do that in person, I think that that will help create this atmosphere uh, that we're talking about of what makes Pilates good. I love that. I think, um, I love what you said also, uh, both you guys, about, uh, you know, taking classes from other instructors and, and John, how you've been inspired by your, your personal trainer and you're thinking like, oh yeah, great, I can incorporate that in, you know, in JGTV. Um, and, and I think, you know, with, with now, like you said, Chloe, you know, Pilates, you know, embracing online, um, it's so awesome that now we can actually like, you, you know, like I know a lot of people who kind of, you know, flip through Instagram looking for inspiration going, oh, where's a cool exercise or whatever that I can, you know, and, and I know a lot of people that do that a lot and don't find anything that inspires them, you know, because it's kind of, it's not a really good search strategy, I think, just randomly scrolling <laughs> through Instagram. But, I mean, you can actually seek out the best people in the world and go do sessions with them. Like, you can literally oh. take. Yeah, with it's the best incredible people. what what has happened to the, the the fitness and the Pilates world in particular mm. since early 2020. Well, you went, you did some classes with Jean Claude Nelson in in Belgium. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, no, I, so I, Germany. In Germany, yeah, I did yeah. nine classes with mm. him, like from Bluebird Pilates. Mm. It was nuts. Like you can, it's yeah. To me, that's phenomenal. How it's just opened up. Mm. 
the world now. And it's you can made actually it... apprentice. You can actually apprentice with anybody you want to without them even knowing it. <laughs> you know? you just, this is so just... true. Hi, you don't know this, but I've been your apprentice for the last five years. <laughs> We've That's never met. Actual gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Yes, yeah, so and I, I like do. This. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people I'm intimidated to like reach out to, but I, I'm like, I, I, you know, my niece would say you creep on them. I like, follow everything they do. <laughs> you know, I'm obsessed with them. And I think that's a I think that's a great thing. You know, as long as you're positive about it. Don't get really, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I, I think it's couldn't a really agree good more. Thing. It's so yeah. cool. It's super cool. Oh I love that. I've been apprenticing. <laughs> well I mean I, I feel like I've learned heaps from from you john and also from you chloe i don't i don't just mean today i mean like in general just from watching your work and and you know like i i i don't i don't i don't know if i've consciously copied anything from either of you but i feel like you know there are there are elements of each of you that come out when i teach um so i think that's i think that's fantastic and i think there's a lot in that what you say john i mean i know you said it kind of flippantly but i think you know just hanging out with people enough you know stuff you absorb stuff, you know, un- you know, unconsciously, and it just comes out. And like I, I remember, you know, many times I've I've been teaching, and I've said something like, "Oh, that's straight out of so and so's mouth." You yeah, know, what I just said. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or or even just the programming or whatever. And I haven't thought I'm going to use so and so's sequence. It's yeah. just like you program. You're like, oh, hold on, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's from such and such a person. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, <sighs> I I think that's that's a part of. Um, I don't know if you guys have read the book mastery. Yeah. It's so good. Mm. Um, And uh, it's one of my favorite books just about, you know, what it takes to actually master your craft. And it goes through all of these people in history and what they did to master their craft in all different, uh, you know, industries and all in all different um, kind of work. And it's, it's a really cool thing to do. And I think that that is to me, that is, that is truly what makes Pilates good for so many people is just geeking out on it and allowing yourself to geek mm-hmm. out on it and like living it and figuring out, you know, following whoever and really learning everything they have to teach you, whether it's a breathe education or whatever school it is, and really mm-hmm. just absorb everything you can and get those 10,000 hours in that it takes to master something, which is years, comes down to years. Uh, and and then from there, you then from there, you're able to start to like what Raph was just saying is all of a sudden you're teaching and other things start to come into your head because you're so comfortable with the material mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. that you're able to start to see how you can change it and kind of make it your own or improve on different things. And that's really, that's really mastery. Mm. What a great place to leave it. Mm. I want to hang out with John all day. <laughs> this was so fun. No, don't go. <laughs> oh, I have to say really quickly before, before we wrap it up that I have been listening to you guys. I told, I've told you this, but I have been listening to you guys and I absolutely love your podcast. I love it. I love the topics. I love uh, how cutting edge you are. I love, 
uh, that you're unapologetic about stuff. And it's, yeah. So uh, if you're listening for the first time, people listening to this podcast and you've made it this far, <laughs> I haven't bored you to tears, then go and listen to some of the other podcasts, uh, all of them, if you can, because they're really phenomenal. And I appreciate you guys having me on. I really do. Oh, John, the feelings is so mutual. Uh, did you say? Did you see me go a bit speechless there mm-hmm. for a minute? Like, well, it's it's huge to me. I mean, you know, you're one of my greatest heroes and dearest friends, and been such an inspiration from the get go of you know from when I was very first starting to be a Pilates instructor, and I watched you in all the advanced dot uh, videos and was just like, this guy is just phenomenal, phenomenal. And then you know finding out you are such a lovely person as well. So to hear someone who's such an, you know, a huge, huge, like I look up to you so much, say something like that is, yeah, very, gets me emotional. So it's huge Uh, for me. Thank you, JJ. Well, thank you. I love you. Said from the heart. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you, Raph. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. After two exercise science degrees and over a decade and a half of reading research daily, I've condensed all the current science on rehab into a program called the Clinical Exercise Specialist Rehabilitation. Inside the program, I'll teach you to do three things. One, deeply understand how the body works. Two, confidently and expertly rehab literally any client. And three, get results for your clients. So ultimately, your clients tell their friends and you become known as the go-to expert in your area. This program is completely unlike any education you've done before, even if you've studied with us before, because of the way we've built the learning design. It's an online, flexible, skill-based learning program, which means You keep doing the skills under supervision until you're good at them. It's more of a mentorship model than a traditional course model. So rather than rushing through the content and having sort of one go at everything, you actually just practice live and we give you feedback and guidance and we dialogue and explore concepts together until you're highly skilled and confident. We just keep working the material until you get it. It's not rushed at all. It's not about ticking off the content. It's about engaging, practicing and applying it until you own it. This is a life-changing program, not some weekend certification. I've put my heart and soul into building this, and I can't wait to share it with you and help you discover your genius for anatomy and rehab. Now, because of the highly interactive nature of this program, we're only taking on 12 students worldwide. The program starts on March the 1st, and the first 12 qualified people to apply will be allowed to enroll. So if you're interested in learning more, click the link in the show notes and download the course guide or go to breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification menu in our uh, link in the top menu. That's breathe-education.com and click on the clinical certification link in the top menu.